Andrew Cuomo threatens a Democrat for exposing the nursing home crisis. AOC says that the Green New Deal would have helped prevent the Texas blackouts. And CNN reports that reparations for slavery could have reduced COVID-19 transmissions and death. Before we get into this, please share this video with all your friends to help the show grow. And there might be random ads playing to help that help fund and support the show. Please bear with me. Now let's get into this. Andrew Cuomo is an absolute monster. Check this out. Governor Cuomo called me the, late, the next day at 8 p.m. While I was about to bathe my kids, I was with my wife, and for 10 minutes, uh, he berated me, uh, he yelled at me, uh, he told me that, you know, my career would be over, he's been biting his tongue for months against me, and I had tonight, not tomorrow, tonight, to issue a new statement, essentially asking me to lie, um, and asking me, like, I, I just, I heard and I saw a crime the other day, and he's asking me that I did not see that crime. And, and that was the line that he, you know, a, a line that he crossed that, that, that can't be undone. And, and that's why I had no choice uh, but to come out and, and speak up. This is coming from Ron Kim, a Democrat assembly member, talking about when it comes to Ron Kim on feud with Governor Cuomo over the nursing home deaths. Uh, that is right. So, I mean... These are alleged allegations, but if it is true, it just shows how much of a monster Cuomo is. Cuomo has been trying his best to to avoid, get out, or just, just blame it on conspiracy theories, his covering of the nursing home deaths. And it's nice to see his some of the people of his staff, it's nice to see some Democrats come out and expose this. This is not coming from Republicans. It's not a Republican assemblyman coming out saying Cuomo threatened me or Republican uh, somebody who's who's working for the Republicans coming out and, and coming out with these claims. Cuomo's own staff, his own aides literally apologized for doing it. This Democrat assemblyman is even coming out saying Cuomo threatened my family. Well, not my family, my, my, my career while I was with my family. So, hey, what do you guys think? Do you think Cuomo is guilty? Uh, apparently, I, I believe I got to look more into it. I think there's going to be an FBI investigation into what was going on. Let's see what happens. AOC says that the Green New Deal would have helped prevent Texas blackouts. Now, let's see. I wonder if she thinks it would have prevented it because it would have reversed the climate change or uh, because, I guess, the power sources. Who knows? But by the way, it's funny watching Democrats complain about Republicans, uh, Texas Democrats, complaining about Republicans running their state as if people from all over the country weren't fleeing blue states for Texas right now. It's actually quite funny. So more than 3.4 million Customers remained without power on Wednesday in Texas. So let's see. The infrastructure failures of Texas are quite literally what happens when you don't pursue the Green New Deal. Because, you know, the wind turbines didn't freeze or anything, or the solar panels totally didn't get covered with snow. That totally didn't happen, and that's totally not the plan of, of, of the Green New Deal, right? Listen, if, if, if this cold this massive cold that came into America was caused by man-made climate change. First off, first off, what um, what kind of pollution were they putting out during the Ice Age, number one? Number two, because I, I, the point I'm trying to make is this is natural. It's weather. It's just how the earth works. I mean, to think that, you know, regardless, listen, what would you rather deal with? 
um, adjusting to deal with colder weather or reconstructing the entire economy and giving that total authoritarian power to the government, spending trillions of dollars to rebuild the entire country or make adjustments. So, Rep. AOC said passing the Green New Deal would be helping to prevent the devastating power outages in Texas that left millions struggle finding warmth in their homes amid a brutal winter storm, the record-shattering cold temperatures. And AOC said the infrastructure failures in Texas are quite literally what happens when you don't pursue the Green New Deal. More than 3.4 million customers remain without power on Wednesday in Texas, according to PowerOutage.us, which tracks uh, utility outage reports. There were also more widespread outages outages in Louisiana and Mississippi and rolling blackouts across the board swath of the Midwest. Uh, State leaders, including Texas governor, a Republican, has criticized the operations of the state's power grid. About Abbott on Tuesday called for an investigation into the group that manages the power grid in order to prevent more such outages. The Electric Reliability Council of Texas has been anything but reliable over the past 48 hours, Abbott said. Far too many Texans are without power and heat for their homes, and our state faces freezing temperatures and severe winter weathers. This is unacceptable. The governor said he wants to get a full picture of what caused this problem and find long-term solutions. During Tuesday press conference, ERCOT, which operates the state's power grid, said... The failures in the natural gas, coal, nuclear energy systems responsible for the double numbers of outages caused by winter, caused by frozen wind turbines. Um, okay, at least twenty people have died as a result of the storm, or its aftermath. But AOC said policy failures such as the lack of investment in the nation's crumbling infrastructure, political leaders who do not feel, uh, do not believe in climate change and the abandonment of low-income minorities and indigenous communities are to blame for the dire situation. So, you know, because we, we abandoned the low-income minority indigenous communities, what that has to do with the climate, what that has to do with uh, our electrical grid and dealing with storms, there's no correlation. We all know the <laughs> we all know the Green New Deal is all about just power and just, you know, giving the Democrats their want. It's a communist manifesto. Weak on sweeping next-gen public infrastructure investments, little focus on equity so communities are left behind climate deniers in leadership so do they so they don't long prep for the disaster, AOC added. We need to help people now. Long-term, we must realize that these consequences of inaction. AOC unveiled the Green New Deal in 2019. Okay, whatever. Uh, other notable goals proposed the solution include investing in buildings and achievement maximum energy efficiency spurred massive growth in clean manufacturing. It doesn't. She never detailed exactly how the Green New Deal would prevent this. If she came out saying, well, listen, our infrastructure advancements uh, specifically plan for things like this. Our, you know, Hey, in the Green New Deal, we specifically have a plan for if uh, places that aren't used to cold weather and snowing, if that does happen, this is how they can still get power. No, there's no plan. All that she's saying is, well, you know, if you had the Green New Deal, it wouldn't be so cold outside. What? For like, that? Okay. What? Even if that was true, you still got China and India polluting. You still got the rest of the world polluting. To think that doing a Green New Deal in America will, will have a, a tiny little drop in the bucket on the global scale of the pollution. I mean, come on. 
You'll throw a mass of people into poverty. You'll give full authoritarian control to the government. And then you'll still have those blackouts. Well, you're going to do the Green New Deal. Now, instead of 3.8 million people not having power, you're going to have tens of millions of people without power across the entire nation. Okay? I mean, California already deals with rolling blackouts on a big scale. And they don't even experience this extreme weather. And they're, they're, they're already dealing with it. Same thing with other countries in Europe. When the wind stops blowing, when the clouds come, they, they, the whole place goes without power. And then they go, they have too much power sometimes, and they got to start using electricity. It, it's a mess. There's no way to properly, there's no way to store it, number one. And number two, I mean, it's, it's not like they can, you know, turn it high or turn it low, I guess, with nuclear power. But, hey, you know, if, you, if we only listen to AOC, every problem in the world will be fixed. And see, someone even says in the comment, AOC really needs to elaborate how the Green New Deal would have helped. In the North, our winters are long. How would we maintain power for over half the year? Which is true. Power outage would be all but eliminated by greater dependence on dependable sources like fossil fuels. Nuclear power in Texas is operating at 75%. One unit tripped offline due to equipment freezing. Natural gas is operating around 80%. Solar power is near zero and wind is at 10%. This is what a commenter said. And I'm, I'm sure it's pretty much in the, in the right, right vein. Uh, without a shred of evidence, AOC makes a comment. The Green New Deal will cause more incidents like this by removing or drastically reducing the number of coal and natural gas electric production facilities. And focusing on solar and wind, uh, you reduce the supply of production capacity and coal and natural gases will surpass wind and solar. So, hey, if we only listen to AOC, the world's problems would have been fixed. Thank CNN reports that reparations for slavery could have reduced COVID-19 transmissions and death in the U.S. And also now Biden is backing a study that of, of, as reparations as Congress considers a bill. So that is right. If, if, if only black minority communities received massive swaps of money, the COVID-19 wouldn't be so bad. So, you know, hey, it's up to because us evil Republicans are out here not giving the black folk money. Okay, so why many black Americans are hesitant to take the COVID-19 vaccine? That's the, literally the headline to this, to, to this video that they linked into here. So COVID-19 is disproportionately sickening and killing black Americans as a result of censored and structural racism, a group of Harvard researchers says. If the U.S. has paid reparations, uh, the descendants of black Americans who were enslaved through the risk of severe illness and death from the virus would be far lower, according to new peer-reviewed study. So basically what they're saying is, hey, if we gave people money, they would be less infected. It would be less likely to get sick. So, so listen, and I, I, I am not disagreeing with that. I think being in a better economic situation will obviously lead to better health and better resources. You know, if you have money, you'll be able to stay home and order Uber Eats and not go outside. Whereas if you're in a lower income, you need to, you know, get around and work a job. And also there's different, um, uh, there's different uh, cultural uh, situations where Hispanic people and I think black people are, are get the right family. I think they're very family oriented. I know Mexican people are very family oriented, so they get together in more groupings and gatherings. I have to say, a lot of white people, a lot of liberal white people, are, uh, they might be sitting alone in their basement for a long time. They're not going to really get sick. But you know, hey, you go to the cookout, you know, you might you might get sick because you're dealing with a bunch of people. But you know, that's just an example. Um, so. If giving people money, if having people in a good economic situation lowers the, the spread of the virus and lowers the, um, 
the death of the virus, then why did we shut the entire economy down? Why did we crash and cripple the entire economy in order to fight the virus if having a good economy uh, is a result of fighting the virus? It helps fight the, the virus. So a group of researchers from Harvard Medical School and the Lancet Commission on Reparations and Redistribution Justice. What kind of? The Lancet Commission on Reparations and Re- Redistribution Justice. Like there isn't going to be a massive slant to a study like this. Examine how reparation payments made before the pandemic would have affected Louisiana, a state that remained segregated in parts and found that payments would have reduced coronavirus transmission in a state anywhere between 31% and 68%. So how how would you know that? Do you know how people are going to spend that money? They, They won't just go buy random junk with it? I mean, most, most, almost all of jackpot winners Lottery winners literally go broker than they were before because they overspend. They don't know how to spend the money. So you can tell me you're going to give a bunch of, I guess, lower-income people a bunch of money and expect them to get out of a a difficult situation. There will be some, for sure, but let's see. I mean, even Dave Sibel did a great joke on it where they're all just just buying stuff. What was it like? I I don't know. If you guys remember the Dave Sibel skit, you'll know. As the U.S. appropriates one year of living— with COVID-19, black Americans and other groups, including Hispanics and Native Americans people, were as, as much as four times more likely to be hospitalized than white Americans, data from the U.S. Center of Disease Control and Prevention shows. The researchers' latest findings highlight the importance of the pandemic strategy that considers the racial gap in COVID-19 exposure and transmission, the researchers said. The effects of racial justice and interventions on black-slash-white health disparities are rarely investigated, which forms part of how systemic racism is produced. Well, I mean, I think that, uh, you know, studying different colors and how that relates, I think if we just put everybody into the same box and not say, okay, black people over here, Hispanic people over here, and white people over here, how does it dis- differ the trans trans transmission rate why don't we just put everybody in the same box or go by instead of black white hispanic maybe we can just go by uh income groups instead because there are going to be a lot of white and hispanic people on the low there's going to be a lot of black and hispanic people on the high and the same thing in the middle i mean it's it seems more of an income gap situation maybe than more of a color situation also there's a bit the cultural differences too our study simply simply gives yet another example of how racism gets into people's bodies and makes them sick, which can be added to a litany the the evidence of reparations. Richard and his team studied where pub were public was published this month in the journal uh, the journal Social Science and Medicine. Social science I don't think is a real thing. The study created a model of reparations. A crux of researchers' team's argument and focus on reparations or payments to African Americans who descended from enslaved people. If reparations work as proponents intended, uh, intend them to, the payments would narrow the racial wealth gap, which would turn narrow gaps into access to health care, housing, education, employment, and more. So you're telling me the government failed to provide proper health care, housing, education, and employment? Hmm, interesting there. So, you, so you're telling me that giving the people the ability to go and get their own private health care, housing, education, employment, and more are more beneficial to the society than having the government just give it to them. That's literally what they're saying. Saying if you gave the black folk money, they can get the better health care that the white people are enjoying. Because the white people are enjoying the government-mandated stuff. They're enjoying their own stuff that they're getting privately, like private education. Hey, oh, well, the public schools are closed. Well, guess what? My, 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 public, my 
private educated school is open. And, you know, you poor black folks can't go there because you're stuck on the public dime, which is garbage and crap, which is literally being said in this article. You know, hey, being on the public system is bad. That's literally what this article is saying. To model how reparations could affect the COVID-19 transmission, researchers choose Louisiana, one of the states that reported COVID-19 cases by— I mean, this is literally advocating. I would, I would rather them say this. Hey, you know, instead of receiving, uh, you know, your free health care, your free housing, your free education, your, you know, your, your unemployment, whatever it is, if um, the public dime isn't so good for that, I would rather them just write a check and give it and be like, you know, you got to now decide— which healthcare you want to go with. We're giving you a check to do it. Uh, we're giving you a check now, you know, for your housing. Like, if you know what I mean? Instead of, that would be better than just giving people the actual thing because now it's going to create competition into the market of people who want to get that check. Whereas it's much better if, if everything is more, I guess, privatized, you know, the housing, you know, make it all private, education, private, you know, school vouchers, school vouchers, exactly, that's what it is, school vouchers, but for any other welfare thing. It would, I'm not saying we should do it. I'm just saying it would be better because then it would create competition for people, who, for, for companies that want to get that check. And they're going to provide a better and better services because they want to get that check. They're not going to just make a deal with the government. Or the government's just going to create something and have it run. You know, you see how bad the DMV is? That's just another example. My girlfriend, she tries to go get to public health care, and she's sitting in line for six and a half hours because nobody gives them. It's run by the government. Nobody cares. They're going to get their check. Why would they care? But if it's a private company, and that private company wants to get your free health care check, well, we're going to have to provide better service so we can beat out that health care company or that doctor's office, etc., Seems like a no-brainer. But the Democrats think people are too stupid to uh, take care of themselves. The Democrats want to take care of everybody else uh, because they think people are too stupid. I mean, we saw Joe Biden the other day. He was, he was saying how uh, Af- Af- minority communities don't know how to get access to the Internet and stuff. So, hey, that's where we're at. Democrats want to be your daddy. I want people to be more independent. I want people to be more free. I think people can do it. I think if you gave people that ability, that responsibility, they have no choice but to eventually adapt, evolve, and learn how to deal with that certain type of responsibility. Um, but Democrats think you know, black people are too stupid to figure that stuff out. Anyway, guys, thank you guys for watching. If you support my show, please become a Patreon, patreon.com slash Joey Salads. My entire show is demonetized everywhere. So you know, to help me you know, keep doing this show going, uh, you know, donate. I'll give you a call. I'll tell you. To, I'll tell you. Thank you. Shoot me a text to join my newsletter nine one seven five four zero eight seven six eight. Download the app America Now News in the App Store, and uh, go listen to the full episode of the app podcast, the Joey Saladino Show, on all the podcast apps. Thanks so much for watching, and listening. Peace out.